Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Welcome to another episode of It's Dumb Damage Lives, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies with a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera, and my partner, the Statler to my Waldorf, Adam Griffin. As always, follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Dumb Dam, and on Instagram at It's Dumb Damage Lives Podcast. Happy April to you, sir. Uh, happy April to you. Uh, we don't refer to this particular day that we're recording as its um, designated name because the official name of this day sucks. And I do not like it. Um, but yes, it's the first of April, and uh, we're here. I started to forget what day it was several times earlier this week. But that's probably going to keep going, because uh, I'm stuck in the house until uh, at least April 30th, probably longer. Well, at least we're in April now. Yes, this is true. When we found out that we may have been staying inside till April 30th, and it was still March, that was an issue. But now that we're in April, it seems a little bit, you know, closer. You know, went to the grocery store and there was actually water. Hmm an abundance of water so I think people have gotten over the initial craze of you know the, what was going on but uh, we're still here we're still here we're still here to record talk some stuff talk shoot, some stuff shoot the shit yeah well, a little bit of shooting from the hip shooting from the hip yeah yeah pew, pew. you know pretty sure that the uh, the double gun shot the the little finger point is back in style. Yeah, it's probably about due just to come back. I mean, you gotta, you're gonna have to figure out a new way to greet people anyway. Yeah, because you can't, can't shake hands anymore. So just be like, hey guy, hey guy, what's that? Pew, pew. With the actual like sound effects though. Pew, yeah, you have to do the sound effects. You can't yeah. really. Yeah. You can't you just, really just. If you just go just doing that, then people will look at you funny. So like, have, like you're having a convulsion or seizure yeah. or something. I mean, because you you want to you want to give the 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 impression that you're happy. To engage with people again. If you're just doing the finger guns with no sound effects, then what's the point? It looks like a threat. Yeah, and we don't want that. Not 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 in the, how we're gonna have to reclaim the ear. No. No threats. All good times. All good times. Yep. All all good times. Uh, what yeah. was not what was not a good time um, was the news we got after we recorded last week. Uh, like. At least about an hour after we were finished, uh, news hit the internet that uh, Stuart Gordon, uh, director of Reanimator from Beyond, uh, Castle Freak, Space Truckers, Robot Jocks, uh, did a story for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, 
uh, ended up passing away last week. Uh, big bummer. Uh, in a year of un- and that's an understatement. I mean, it's been a year of bummers already, but big blow to the horror community. Um, Stuart Gordon was always like one of my favorites just to revisit his work uh, because the stuff you know beyond the scenes that everybody talks about in Reanimator the stuff that he did in that movie is just phenomenal and you know you can always revisit it and find something new from performances performances to uh, special effects work and just how he he blocks the scene Uh, yeah that was crazy that um, literally like you said an hour after we've got got off the uh, off the recording session you get the news I remember I actually remember his uh, I, I, I guess the one that most people don't think about was the pit and the pendulum that yeah. he did and um, I thought that was you know that's one of my favorites as opposed to you know from you know you got all the other crazy ones like reanimator which that's like one of your favorites of all time um yeah. Paying the pendulum, you know, hunting shot the kids. Like you said, yeah, he had a really good, a really good run in a really short amount of time too. Yeah. So yeah, um, the good thing though is that the work is still available. Uh, Shutter did a great little marathon in tribute. They ran Reanimator, Castle Freak, and Stuck, which was his final feature film. If you if you haven't seen any of his work, just by all means. Go out, have a blast, because it's all it's all very solid, very good. Uh, shifting gears a bit, we you know we talk about marathons. We're we're, we're both under stay-at-home orders as the pandemic continues. Uh, a lot of marathons going on. Sci-fi actually is hopping back on the craze uh, with a Sharknado franchise marathon on the fifth of April. Now, the thing about marathons is, as we know, on the show, you can make up your own. Or you can just binge whatever the hell you want. So my question to you, Carlos, what have you been indulging in, uh, either TV-wise, movie-wise, video game-wise? Man, let me tell you. Coming off unemployment for the last seven months, to then go into a job for two weeks, to then be told to go back home and do what you were doing for the last seven months, it has been eye-opening. I fit. This is how much. Oh God! This is how much time the quarantine has allowed onto me. I finished after Breaking Bad, which I you know rewatched, and I don't. We talked about it. We discussed how I don't like Walter White or Hank. Yeah. When you rewatch the show, not like great characters. I just don't like them. They're they're awful. Anyway, over the weekend I watched The Outsider. Which was okay. fantastic, and it's always funny when you when you watch like a, a series, and of course you find out it's a Stephen King. Of course, of course it is. That guy's I tell you, man, that guy's got so much going on in that head of his. It's ridiculous. I saw that the Tiger King, which is Jersey Shore meets the, the Oklahoma Tiger scene. Yeah, it's crazy. That was crazy. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So, today I started watching um, good old Entourage. Oh, wow. Yeah, haven't seen Entourage. Honestly, I haven't seen Entourage since, uh, since the original run. Hmm. And uh, today, for some odd reason, 
put it on and I'm already I'm already on season two, so that's that's how quickly I move when I start binging stuff. I move I move it's once I binge, just like they tell you to binge. Like I don't even it, it's funny. Like they get us. They Netflix took off that, that warning. Oh yeah. Like, you know, are you still watching? Like, cause they know everyone's got nothing better to do. But yeah. Uh, Ozark finished Ozark season three. Okay. Maybe the best season of Ozark so far. What else? I've seen a lot in the last couple of days. I watched Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Cause I hadn't seen that in a while. You know, a little Robert Rodriguez film. Yeah, man. It's a lot. That's only in the last like since Friday. <laughs> We're recording today. It's, it's it's Wednesday. Wait, today is Wednesday. Yeah, today is Wednesday. Yeah, today is Wednesday. Yep, it happens to me too. <laughs> that's just that's just since Friday. Yeah. What I've watched. It's it's yeah. There's a lot going on. How about you? What have you been uh, you've been watching? I do, I watch. I I do a lot of like marathons of Ghost Adventures because they have them all on demand on Travel Channel. So I'll just pick a season, just let it play. Because <laughs> because uh, this show's funny to me. Wait, is that, that the one? Like... Were we watching that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, because I just, I just like how... If you, if you watch enough episodes, it's, it's like you, you start to pick up like how their communication and interplay in, in the, the paranormal investigations world kind of works. It's just very interesting to see that, that all play out from episode to episode. There is a new channel on Pluto TV that I will probably talk about in depth in a few episodes, but uh, Tokusatsu does a whole bunch of Tokusatsu programs. And uh, for the first time, they're streaming the original Common Rider in the States. And they just did a 24-hour marathon, so I would tune in for a few hours here and there. So, you know, you can run a whole bunch of stuff there. That's cool. Play a lot of video games. Well, as many as I can without, you know, completely zoning out. Been replaying Doom 2016 since I can't get Doom Eternal. Uh, so that's good. I've got some Resident Evil games lined up. Uh, just trying to make other fun stuff. I did a, uh, I did a marathon of uh, Gareth Evans action movies. So I did Marantu. And I did both raid movies. It was fun. Got it. I was, I was worn it. out. I was worn out after those three, though, because that's just that's a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, you 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 like to you like to stack the plate though when you do your marathons. You go all out. I I I admire that of you. I mean, well, I think you got to have consistency in what you're picking, and you have to keep you have to keep yourself engaged with the movie too. Always gotta keep that stuff in mind. Absolutely. Since it's Wednesday, usually what I would keep in mind is what new comic books come out on Wednesday. But uh, as discussed last episode, um, Diamond Distributor uh, did not ship any uh, comic books to local comic shops due to the ongoing uh, pandemic for COVID-19. So, no new books, no new print books this week, but there is a temporary distribution system in play currently. Just reading from comicbookresources.com, it is uh, Comics Hub. Now, what they're doing 
Is that, now, Kama Sub usually where it runs for the shops. Uh, what happens is it's kind of extending to the customer. And it's what, what the gist of it is, there hasn't been any actual official press release yet. But it's a pre-ordering, pre-ordering service where you get to buy, pay for whatever physical copy you have now that'll get filled once shipping goes back to normal. But if you go to the Comic Hub website, you can read the digital version right in there. So you're pre-ordering for your physical copy to get digital instantly. Now, there's still no telling when uh, Diamond is going to go back to shipping out product. And in fact, they can still get product, but a lot of local stores, local comic book shops, have closed their doors due to the uh, essential work order, and some of them aren't going to open again because they don't have, you know, they don't have the, the the foot traffic and sales to pay their bills. So it's a work in progress, and again, it's just going to be a matter of not necessarily it being the end of comics as we know it. No, it is taking a look at what shape the industry is going to take on the other side of things so interesting news there just have to keep monitoring it and seeing how it goes yeah i've luckily i have comiXology so i was able to get what a few subscribe to but i feel bad so i'm not gonna read them yet that's just me just me trying to trying to jump onto the calls trying to trying to trying to help everyone else who can't do it but um i hope it's not for too long no yeah um i'm i'm, get, I'm thinking just just by the way everything plays out it's going to be through april at least just because i mean the stuff the changes that you know people are going to have to make aren't going to happen overnight you know we're not going to come out of this thing going okay we get to go back to how life was tomorrow no you know you have to you have to make adjustments and that takes a little bit more planning than you know a shift from night to day so just gotta wait and see that's hey listen that's all we can do now it's just wait and see and be patient yeah and i know it's hard most of us are a little difficult have a difficult time of being patient but gotta gonna have to do it yeah yeah, and it, and look, it's very interesting because a lot of studios are still starting, still keep uh, pushing movies back. Like, Morbius is delayed, uh, Ghostbusters, both are in 2021. And at this point, to me, like, you know, just reading what, what gets, what's getting moved and everything, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like news, it feels necessary. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, this is what has to be done so that people can stay safe you know in order to, to mitigate things and I think you know anybody that, that's kind of you know throwing the stuff under the bus just we just gotta be willing to adjust to the fact that you know this is gonna be better for people as a whole in the long run you know like even even with movie, movie theaters in general again it's not gonna be you know not going to be flooding movie theaters like right after you know we get the all clear so to speak so you know everything just 
has to kind of even out, I guess. Yes. It's, it's almost... Uh, a lot of things going on right now are, like, not depressing. They're just down because, yeah. you know, it's just a lot of things that we're not allowed to do. And when you're not allowed to do things, it, it's much worse than when you just can't do things. Right. So that's 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 how we are now. It sucks. To put it, you know, to put it succinctly. But hopefully, like I said, everything they can get everything turned around quickly and get back to shipping out the physical copies of these books. Yeah. And you know what else sucks? What else sucks? Just kind of like, just shift gears a little bit. Just intentional pessimistic framing. Go on. That, that kind of sucks. Um, and for as an example, a timely example, I'm going to use Resident Evil. Because uh, Resident Evil 3, the remake, uh, hits on Friday. And just something I've noticed, I don't know you know, how, how much you've been following the game itself, but I'm a fairly big Resident Evil fan. Have been since the first game came out. And I kind of noticed something in that it seems like tone and surrounding this next game feels like people are kind of rooting for a dud you know for a little bit of a stinker now just i don't know you know how much you've been following it but what have you seen about the game so far i haven't really following following it too much compared to what you've been speaking about it so i must i must admit that i do not know much except for what you've told me all right no let's see i guess about a month ago and this is just my timeline i was i was looking uh at reddit just for news reddit is mostly okay but generally along the lines of i don't know what the fuck these people are talking about this is all weird and part of that is me just being old compared to everybody else but I was scrolling down and somebody goes yeah Resident Evil isn't going to do too well next month I'm like what the hell is this why would you do that (laughs) like why would you why would you just randomly state something what's going on here um then preview start hit and there are conflicting reports about whether or not you get attacked in a save room I'm like, okay, this is weird that they can't agree on what's happening. And then uh, it comes to find out that I, I I started to learn that I dislike certain phrases. One of them is one that we hear a lot now. People are saying, you know, people are saying that this is selling out and it's not selling out or something like that. You know, just, just an example. So people are saying that Breath of the New is pretty bad. Wait, where where is this coming from? And then, almost like in a timely fashion, leaks start hitting and people start talking about. See, I'm doing it now. And so it's it's being stated that there's cut content and all this sort of stuff. But my thought process is, if it's a remake of a game, right? And they're picking and choosing what perspective they want to portray for this new product then is it cut content if they're t- the ones telling the story hmm see these are the things that you you put into my head like you want my head to erupt I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I can't think 
like that. They're do people are just they people are gonna be people. Is that is that is that a an accurate statement? Is that an accurate statement I can make? People yeah. are going to be people. So apparently the game leaked to France earlier this week, and uh, embargo hit. Uh, the embargo broke on Monday. And like Monday morning, it was Monday. I'm, I'm trying to treat my Mondays a little bit better, and I'm scrolling through. And okay, here's a, here's a secret about my Twitter. I've blocked all retweets. I just don't see them anymore. But I do see quote tweets. So Monday morning, I'm trying to, you know, get news and dodge all this other stuff. And uh, this one account is quote tweeting bad Resident Evil takes. Oh boy. And I'm like, well, what the hell is going on here? Now, you played the original Resident Evil 3, right? Uh, I, a long time ago. Do, what do you remember from it? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, coming off of part two, Resident Evil 3 is more of an action oriented title. You know? Before it went full on action in 4, 5, and 6. Mm hmm. Uh, but it's not as suspenseful as part two or part one. So uh, all these, these, t all these, you know, reviews slash opinions are negatively slanted, getting quote tweeted into my timeline. And uh, the review numbers start hitting Metacritic and. What do you, what do you what do you uh, what would you define a bad game score wise? A bad game score wise? Yeah. Jeez, anything score wise, anything six or lower? Okay. Uh, from zero to a hundred. Oh, zero to a hundred? Yeah. Well, like a like, percentage. Like, yeah. Even like sixty-six or lower. Okay. Would a score that get would a game that gets like an eighty? on PlayStation or at 84 on Xbox One. It's pretty good. Okay. Not perfect. Okay. A few games are perfect. Yeah. The the track on that on the internet is Resident Evil 3, which is, currently has those scores on Metacritic, is a bad game. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't add up. Uh, I said there, it doesn't add up because they're numbers. <laughs> That's mad. <laughs> <laughs> we, we try to have fun with this. Um, so, check it out. Yeah, I, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, what, what's, what's the purpose here? Because at that point, we're not necessarily talking about the game. We're talking about the response to the game, and what opinion is going to be agreed on to push it forth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's just like, just from my standpoint, it's like I don't want to shit talk anything because I know that everything's the scope of everything is so big now that somebody's going to find enjoyment in something. But the constant need to just kind of cast certain products definitively as you know good or bad. You know, it's it's kind of doesn't sit right with me, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I just found it interesting that it's like again, and it, it just, we 
we've had this conversation about stuff like Star Wars or you know various other movies it's like what you know I don't understand I don't see where the shift was where people suddenly decided that certain things had to be this way or it was just complete garbage if we can even quantify when this this turn happened because that's to me that's ridiculous ridiculous how can you say gar- a game is garbage well bad i'm sorry they didn't say garbage did they said bad well yeah it's 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 really yeah it's i see like this kind of concerted push to only highlight the negative stuff about it and I, like i was and then i i went back on reddit and i've sworn off reddit after this incident but um just to kind of see something and somebody said well you know i have a review of all three uh, remakes and I just wanted to kind of see like exactly what they were looking at so they go through the first two and it says well I heard that da, 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 and people are, I don't really know about it. and it's like that's not that's not a review that's that's somebody looking for an angle to sit with so their positioning is correct and the kicker for the third game was well I haven't played it but oh your favorite that's like your favorite thing ever. And it's, you know, at that point. That's funny. At that point, we're not talking about anything anymore. You know? Wow. But I didn't play it. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you take that? <laughs> I just, you know, it's just kind of like, I, I go, yeah, that's the internet. And then I just got really sad. <laughs> Can't be sad. Can't because be sad. That, that's an odd human expectation to kind of just sit on a negative opinion and that's the only way you're going to engage with people you know yeah and like even even some of the like PC Gamer gave it like a 68 or something and I took a look at the review and it it felt like you know a review of what the reviewer wanted and not a review of the game. It's like it's like okay, it's like if you see I don't know, The Matrix, or The Matrix Reloaded, or something like that, and you think that because it's in a computer, they should be fighting werewolves or werewolves, and you get mad that there's no Neo's not fighting werewolves, so you base your review on the fact that Neo ain't fighting werewolves. But an, an conch, okay, so taking that. You gotta understand how someone could be upset that there are no werewolves. Oh yeah, just because. Like, were you promised werewolves? Oh no, no one's ever said we're promised. <laughs> there you go. These 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 kids nowadays, man. That's what it is. It's these kids. When I was their age, I wasn't complaining about these kind of things. I was happy. <laughs> and speaking of Resident Evil, and again, oh. I, I I just wonder. Like, why is it this series? There was a post that said that the the Netflix series was presumably in limbo uh, due to an interview on Deadline. But I took a look, and that production team, their whole slate has been shut down due to the pandemic. So it's like, it's not just Resident Evil, it's everything. Yeah. I don't know. Brand recognition. Well, it's... It's 
you know what it is? I understand. It's, they understand it's a remake. So, what 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 the, are they really fully expecting? You know, yeah. like with remake remakes or remasterings or whatever, they're not gonna make these. They'll make a few changes into the game, right. but but if you want them just to make the same game over again, then you should be saying, "Hey, why didn't you guys just remaster the game?" That's it. Yeah. It's a remake. It's a remake. They changed some things that they thought would need some changing. Change it up a little bit. Stop complaining so much. Daggone people. Yeah, I'm still gonna play it, but it, it just soured me a little bit. It was like, well, why do you guys do this? <laughs> Because they can. Because they can. That's why. It's that same. No excuse. They just do it because they can do it. Bunch, yeah. of, bunch of babies. It's like, like I saw, this is my last comment. Someone was like, well, I don't know about this. Because uh, it, and is it, uh, it comes with a multiplayer component. You know, like, I don't know. The multiplayer is larger than the game. It's like, well, if you're, Using the same assets, it's all the same thing anyway. <laughs> yep. Yep, you're right about that. Bunch of dummies. It's weird. Times are weird. Weird, we're podcasting, we have things to say. Uh, speaking of weird, there's new Friday 13th merch coming soon. This oh. summer, I think. <laughs> uh, and it's perfect for this time because we're all in the house and there's a board game. Friday the 13th, horror at Camp Crystal Lake. In this anxiety-driven, pressure-luck horror game, players take on the roles of cliché camp counselors like the stereotypical nerd, the partier, the nice guy, the final girl, the diva, and the jock, as they must rely on chance and strategy to survive five nights being terrorized by bloodthirsty Jason. So yeah, it's going to be a full-on board game with list price of $29.99. Ooh, my wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, but this is surprising because due to this law- lawsuit, no new merch uh, was expected. And by new, I mean new licensing. They can release the movies because those are already spoken for. But new board game. That is interesting. So definitely, definitely got to keep an eye out for that. If only for the neat and nifty artwork. And you know what else? We got to keep an eye out for pigeons. Well, yes, but if they're in your house right now, I would be a little wary of where you're staying at. Hey, man, sometimes they're inside stores. This is true. Uh, but also, got to watch out. Got to watch out for where you put on the spot. Oh, no. That's right. We're being put on the spot Uh-oh. by a podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren. And we're back to pitches as he asks us mm-hmm. what is a comic book that you like to see adapted then pitch us if you make it a series or film cast and crew storyline etc it doesn't need to be Marvel or DC in fact probably better if it's not this is a lot of stuff to be put on the spot for and I'm first so I'm stalling to get my brain going, but I would say instantly, I would like to see The Authority by Warren Ellis adapted as a limited series. Um, 
Do a one and done. Cast and crew. Who would be adapting it? Who would be my showrunner? My showrunner would be doing doing some quick mental maths. Quick mental maths. I need an answer in my brain. My showrunner. You know what? Did such a good job with Watchmen. Let's put Damon Lindelof on there. Uh, Storyline, first 12 issues of The Authority. One issue per episode. So you're seeing the team, and then you're seeing uh, what happens at the end of that 12-issue storyline. Oh, jeez, cast and crew. See, now this is where this is where it gets tricky. Uh, because we don't got that kind of time. Because <laughs> now I got to sit here and think. <laughs> you're talking about <laughs> six principal cast members who's doing the music directors for each episode oh no, no that's that's okay let's 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 put a let's put something on we don't have to go that in depth because i know this this episode would go on for hours if you start going into the who's doing which episode who's who's doing the music i think if you just want a showrunner you really have the showrunner so that's yeah. that's that's good um, and, and maybe a, a couple people from the cast uh margot roby is jenny sparks you know, I'm, I'm on board with that. Henry Cavill getting a do-over as Superman playing Apollo. Hmm. Who's gonna play Midnighter? Who's gonna play Midnighter? Who's gonna play Midnighter? Who's gonna play Midnighter? I don't know yet. Who's gonna play Swift? I don't know. Who's gonna play a doctor? Okay. <laughs> you go. <laughs> All right. Um. See, this question I've, I've I've had this question already in my mind for many years since this comic book first came out, and it is it is an image comic, and of course it is by my favorite artist Jim Lee. We are going to make a Wildcats series with Drew Goddard as the showrunner. This is this is easy for me right now. As Lord Emp would be Peter Dinklage. <laughs> uh, Marina Baccarin as Void. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Charlie Hunnam as Grifter. Okay. Cool. You know this name, Yoshi Sadarsu. Uh huh. As Warblade. Okay. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. All right. Zoe Robbins as Voodoo. Oh. Oh, see what I did there, little. Yeah. Little recasting there. Uh-huh. Uh Dylan Bruce as Spartan. Hmm. And Jamie Chung as Sellit. Okay, fan, fantastic. But um, I got some bad news. What? What? what no. Well, this movie is never going to happen, so it doesn't matter. If, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I just remembered. Uh, the caveat is it doesn't need to be Marvel or DC. Now I forgot that DC purchased Wildstorm. Doesn't matter. Right? <laughs> I'd be. I would be in. in, in the, the shits too <laughs> doesn't matter because they're technically they're te- just technically yeah they did they uh oh crap yeah your mine i still have to do mine over yeah because uh wildstorm was dc uh uh planetary is dc see right? no you can't you no know, we can't because they weren't originally dc right, so i think they they fly you don't think of Wildcats as a DC comic. You think this, of it as an image. This is true. Yeah, this is true. 
and what you and the one you stated too. You don't think of the yes, DC. Get out of here. Get out of here. With that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I uh, I'll come up with another one next time. <laughs> well, it's kind of cheating because I already know what the question is. Yeah, so you I won't, won't be on the spot. I won't be on the spot anymore, so I won't come up with another one next time. But if the listeners have an idea as to adapting an existing comic book, um, they can use the hashtag ITDEPod and let us know about their casting choices. But uh, I think we're at the point where we can see a series like Wildcats or The Authority get a thorough and proper adaptation uh, these days. Yes. Indeed. You know what else? It's, today is the first day of the month. Mm-hmm. There are new things to stream on on the inter- interwebs media streaming while we're here. House and house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. <laughs> you just sounded so just out of it, just in streaming house people. We watch house <laughs> in the house. We Can, watch things. Kind delirious. But we got some good stuff on Netflix. Yeah. Um all the matrixes. Matrixes mm-hmm. are out. Uh, Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. Riggs. Riggs. Riggs, I can't do this. I can't do it. One of my favorite Tom Hanks films, Roads of Perdition. Oh, yes. Very good one. Yeah, very good. Um, what else is on there? Community, seasons 1 through 6. It's a good time to catch up on that. Um, Bloodsport. Yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. A classic, as always. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, yes. It's actually tomorrow will be on Netflix. And then on Amazon, 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 Amazon. Amazon. 22 out of the 26 Bond films are now on Amazon streaming. Well, damn. That's crazy. It's crazy. It is. Vito Kill, Diamonds Are Forever, Die Another Day. They're all... Doctor, they're all there, except for the most recent. Nothing, uh, nothing after '99. So that would be the world is not enough. So okay. none yeah. of the Dan- none of the Daniel Craig. And uh, yeah, and uh, Die Another Day wouldn't be on there either, right? Uh, Die Another Day is on there. I just okay, so hold on. St- so they is, stop at the end of Pierce. Uh, Pierce's yeah, bro- all the Pierce Brosnan movies are the last ones. Okay, that's cool. That's pretty uh, cool. My pick. Um, Killer Clowns for Outer Space is on Netflix. Yes, I saw that. Um, uh, what else? Um, I definitely say revisit the Matrix movies, especially two and three. I think they get a bad rap. Um, Remember the Matrix video game? Oh yeah, yes I do. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, what else? Um, Shutter has a bunch of great stuff. As we discussed last time, uh, definitely check out the Cursed Films series. And, uh, of course, uh, Joe Bob comes back on April 24th. Um, what else? Uh, definitely watch uh, Castlevania because season four got announced. So that'll be out 
in a couple years, but you can always watch seasons one through three right now. But uh, with that said, those are our picks. Again, if you have any picks, always hit up that hashtag. Hashtag ITDE pod. Some of your picks. You can also hit us directly at Twitter. Uh, keep us in mind. Because uh, with that, this has been another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. If you enjoyed the show, you can leave us a voicemail at 443-906-0040. If we read it on there, you're officially part of the history of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast. As always, podcast producer for the stars, Mark Warren, has been responsible for making us sound oh so spectacular. So thank you all to do, Mark. You got it! Until next time, please stay safe. Try and have fun. Watch more movies. Play some damn video games. Just take care of yourselves. Remember, hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Hydrate, hydrate. Once again, thank you for listening. And goodbye. Bye. Stay the f- at home. The Rona is spreading. The f- is no joke. It's no time to work or roam. The way you can fight it is simple, my friends. Just stay the f- at home. Now, technically, I'm not a doctor, but mother listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam and Jackson, imploring you keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the f*** at home. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. Look around, you're not at a casino. Just stay the f*** home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the mother app on your phone but unless you just ran out of groceries please stay the at home thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve because that is steep and now that you're home please feel free to go the to sleep being